Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you were listening to this podcast, but welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the End Zone Club. I wish I could drop one of Q's bombs for that. <laughs> but hey, this is your host, Anthony Mitchell, and I am coming to you guys live. Actually, today I plan on doing not just one, but two episodes. Uh, later on today, we have a very special guest who will be in the building with us dropping some um, some nuggets, if I could say that, on the political spectrum. I know a lot of times we think that um, politics were no-touch subject, but I think you'll, you'll enjoy this one. I think we'll be able to walk through the annals of just current events and talk about some things that are hot and fresh on everybody's mind, but most importantly, to bring it back (laughs) to a way we all can enjoy. But before I get into today's episode, let's go ahead and get the preliminaries out the way. And that is wherever you are listening to this podcast, I encourage you to like, share, rate, subscribe. If you look in the bio, there is a link to support The thing about your support is not only is it anonymous, but any amount helps. Do know that this podcast has reached the four corners of the world. And within saying that, your financial support and contributions help us to achieve our model all over the world, which is basically having conversations that are designed to push us from walking in potential to actually fulfilling our purpose. Real quickly on the potential and purpose piece. All of us are born with potential. Potential can be a very dangerous word, though. Uh, When you hear something has potential, sometimes it just puts us in a mind of all of the things that it has the capabilities of doing. You take a car that's got 140 miles an hour on the speedometer. It's got the potential to go very fast, but sometimes there are things that inhibit it, that block it, that keep it from reaching its full potential. Well, what does that mean? It hasn't gone 140 miles an hour yet. Well, that's the thing about purpose. Purpose helps you to go reach your full bandwidth at your full capabilities as fast as God designed for you to go. So we we have conversations here that push us from... You got it. Thank you guys for filling in the blanks. But hey, it's the end of the year. It's the end of the year. Um, Typically at the end of every year or sometimes at the beginning, it just all depends on how time falls. Like something we like to do to help us reach our potential is we do vision boards. Now, I do know sometimes in the church, especially, we understand that it's God that gives us vision. So a lot of us feel like through prayer, supplications, whatever you do, that that alone is enough. Now, I'm not saying it's not enough. I'm not going to dictate to anybody in their faith what is enough. Um, But as someone who was in the military, as someone who is trained with weapons, I do realize that some scopes for certain weapons sometimes bring about a higher efficiency rating. Um, Got an opportunity to go to the range with a buddy of mine who is a a policeman. And uh, got a chance to shoot some pretty pretty impressive stuff. Now, I'm not advocating violence when you hear me talk about shooting, but it is a way of life. There are some people that, of course, 
make a living and fill the refrigerators and the freezers based upon what they're able to hunt. So that is a reality in life. But, you know, of course, our gun safety. All right. You guys get where I'm going. We got a chance to shoot some things that were pretty impressive. And I noticed for every different weapon we had, there was like a different scope. Right. There was like a triple beam. There was a green beam on one. There was a red one. There was one that didn't have any uh, any enhanced scoperies there. It just had the sights. And I noticed with each, with each weapon I shot differently. Uh, took a lot of guesswork out. The more beams, the more colors, the more impressive uh, artillery we had. And it's the same thing spiritually. Like with the vision board, it goes back to the to the scripture where God told Ezekiel, hey, take the vision, write it down, make it plain. It's not that God wasn't speaking to Ezekiel, but sometimes you have less capability of forgetting your plan. You have less capability of forgetting your goals. You have less capability of being sidetracked with your plans when it is written down. I'm the world's worst. My wife will send me to the store. Hey, go get this. Go get that. I, Anthony Mitchell, get in said store, and the first thing I do is see something I want, and or I see somebody I know that I haven't seen in a while, or there's some other weird distraction. I just posted on Instagram or social media, TikTok, right? We'll get to that in a minute, but my daughter and I went into Walmart. We come out. Now, if you've ever been to Walmart, you know Walmart is basically, per, per parking side, you have two parking uh, slots, which basically the cars, if they drive correctly, they'll pull in and they'll face each other. You know, basically they back out, go their separate direction. It helps the flow of traffic. Well, we come out of Walmart and for some odd reason, there's two parking spots and some random individual, God bless their soul, decides to pull into a parking lot, a space behind an individual who was properly parked and they just parked their vehicle and walked away so when we come out of walmart there's a bunch of people standing around the car shaking their heads so i'm thinking okay maybe somebody's trying to get jumped off and they just can't get the car moved or maybe somebody has had an accident or fallen asleep behind the wheel there's a lot of potential for weird things to happen at holiday time let's let's preface this so it's out of the ordinary yes but you know i'm trying to find the reason well the reason was that person just didn't want to walk far, so they parked as close as they could and got their car right up on the other individual as close as they could. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, this has got to be the blame, or this has got to be the fault of social media. Let's let that resonate for a minute, what I'm saying. I say this has got to be the fault of social media. I can't blame this on potentially people out here driving that shouldn't be driving. Oh, no. I can't blame this on uh, there's a possibility that people don't care sometimes anymore, that maybe they don't drive often or get out often. Maybe where they're from, anything is acceptable. Well, not where we live. One of the reasons I say that this has got to be the fault of social media. I was reading a statistic. This statistic says that the average American or human being, I'm just going to stick it here in America, 
but that we as people spend an average of two and a half hours per day on social media. Two and a half hours per day is more time than I or you spend eating, bathing, praying, exercising, sometimes even talking to our loved ones. That's a lot of time over the course of a day that we are shaped. Now, I don't know why everybody's on social media, but there's a strong chance that your time spent on social media is spent with a little bit of YouTube, I'm telling you, YouTube has made it. You can learn anything. I call it the University of YouTube. Um, a lot of important things that shape how we as individuals socially interact with each other is now inhibited by the amount of time we spend on social media. Think about it. I think for the average believer... It is probably, it's probably disheartening to think that I like to refer to social media as entertainment. However, I mean, there are a lot of positive things that come from it. I mean, again, I do spend a lot of time on social media, but you have to understand, here comes my excuse, that for all that we do in the community, I spend a lot of time editing videos, promoting, advertising reaching out to individuals to help us spread our wings, but it is what it is, but it factors in to that two and a half hours. But this reality that, of course, we always know that men should always pray, men and women, we should always pray. And sometimes that doesn't mean that your mouth is always moving, but that you're receptive or you're in a position that if, you know, there's something that God wants to impart into your life, into your spirit, that you are able to get that sometimes that comes in a lot of avenues of jobs that social media has become a distraction because sometimes there's a download for you to do for you to learn for you to grow for you to progress in your career field but now it's easier to not pay attention as much to things that affect you whether it's in your relationship whether it's at work whether it's just in your day-to-day because social media almost like the the extension of, of, a, of a squid or an octopus just wrapping its tentacles around you. That's what social media does. I have innocently posted something on social media. Now, this is a true story. Innocently posted something on social media. As soon as I hit send, I was in a room and I heard a bell go off on various individuals' phones didn't think much of it and then a few minutes few moments later after I hit send the individuals all looked up at me and start smiling and I'm like okay what's going on here come to find out these individuals that I had no clue had you know turned the notification bells on to what I posted and they were following me pretty closely that was different different experience but a lot of us are notified with our favorite pages or groups or whoever is posting and it anytime we get that notification we have to run over there and see what's going on well my question is how does God notify us when he has got something 
to share with us. Now, for me, all right, I consider this idea that sometimes what we spend a lot of time doing also it affects us emotionally. And anything that affects you and I emotionally has an ability slash capability of now dictating our movements. Consider this. How many times have you actually paid attention to how much of what people say, what people do, how people move, all of these sorts of things affect us emotionally on social media. How many people are um how many people are offended by things? Often. I I see a lot of flash pan audiences that are jumping from 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 podcast to podcast, from person to person, from individual to individual, from topic to topic. And their stance is always the same. There is something somebody is posting somewhere that has got them offended and in their emotions. I don't know how I feel. Well, actually, I do know how I feel about that. And I want to talk about it today because I wake up a lot of times and wonder, why are we always so offended? On last week, Jackson State University head coach, Deion Sanders, took a position with another university. Now, living in the state of Mississippi, actually, I was in Jackson, Mississippi, right around the corner. I was working on a building the day that primetime was announced as the head coach. So me personally, Me personally, I understand the impact that his move had to the university. For some people that are outliers, they're not familiar with HBCUs and how underfunded they have been and just the struggle and the quest for relevance that they have encountered over the past few years due to the declining funding that our government has provided They're just now coming on board with learning. But being a young man, I used to go to the Jackson State Alcorn game. And one of the people that made that portion attractive was Steve McNair was from our area. And he played at Alcorn State. So there is a rivalry there, but it just lends its credence to the bigger idea of the HBCUs and what they represent now for us that we're coming from. A lot of smaller towns, smaller communities, a lot of times HBCUs were your opportunity to showcase your skill athletically and academically. Sometimes they were giving you opportunities that you weren't able to get sometimes in more competitive environments. That's where I'm getting at. So shout out to the HBCUs and what they have done and the opportunities they have afforded because statistically they are providing you with your predominant, and I mean predominant sector of lawyers, doctors, engineers, and socially acceptable professions of importance and influence. 
Yeah, a lot of them come through your HBCUs, but primetime decided to go to another school and people were offended. Uh, last week, we also saw a very popular figure, uh, one of the dancing producers on the Ellen DeGeneres show, 40 years young, you know, thoughts and prayers with his family, but he lost his life at his own hand. And instead of people grieving, I'm reading through the comments on some of the major posts and people are offended that and then the litany list goes on and it's like man maybe in this two and a half hours a day that we're spending on social media maybe just the sense of empathy that we as individuals should possess maybe just the decorum that we have when we're spending time socially interacting with people in each other's faces around each other's company and presence where sometimes when we say things instantly I can tell from your expression how it's affected you so maybe I didn't mean it a certain way but sometimes when it comes out sometimes it doesn't be received the way I put it out there you guys know what it is I, I used to I had an older lady one time tell me She's like, you're going to be a preacher one day because you got a head like a preacher. And man, that kind of hit me in my feels for a minute because first of all, I didn't want to be a preacher, but I'm like, man, what kind of head does a preacher have? In her generation, maybe that was an acceptable phrase, but to us, it's like, who uses your head or your arm or your elbow as an analogy for what you're about to become in life? But going back to offenses, I, I see... In my community, let me say this, and my community means where I live, but I know that this is predominantly in a lot of other communities as well because I hear I hear kids say this all the time. You're you're such and such that whatever the expression is, and then they attach the word shaming to the end, like your church shaming me, or your body shaming me, or your fat shaming me, or your your food shaming me, or your you get the point. But they feel like there's a lot of shaming that goes on in the course of a day or course of time that, you know, it is what it is. But in my community, it's not uncommon to get on Facebook, especially because Facebook allows you this kind of interaction. And there's a certain individual from our community that we will hone in on. And man, we will go to town on this person. It's like, We'll find out something about somebody, and then that becomes the topic of conversation. So you have, just like in the old school, it's funny how there is nothing new under the sun, right? You got uh, any of the movies from the 80s when I grew up were based off this format, and you can go back even before then, but think about the Karate Kid. You get little, little so-and-so, I don't know if I can name names, but... You always have the main character who becomes the hero who was always bullied by the protagonist. And usually the protagonist was kind of weak inside, but they were strengthened because they have a crowd of bullies like, ooh, I'm bad, see, I'm bad. But they always had to have a crowd to egg them on. And the louder you egg them on, the louder you cheer and hurrah, get them, beat them up, punch them, kick them, knock them while they're down. Show us you're strong by picking on the weaker ones in society. You see a lot of this herd mentality as we see the bullying going on and people are picking on people and 
people around them are offended. It's like, man, when did we become so invested in other people's lives? Like, when did we become so emotionally invested on what somebody else has going on? Now, it is the right of us as believers to see things and pray about things that we know affects the heart of God. It's also our right as people and individual and concerned citizens to be good people, to be good individuals. But don't be the kind of person that you're so emotionally attached to social media that you consider it to be real life. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. And matter of fact, in the course of the two and a half hours we spend per day, imagine if we took it and we cut it down to half an hour a day, and now we have two additional hours in our day to be more productive. Imagine with two hours a day how much more you can learn a new language. That's something I'm, 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 I'm more invested in, especially now that I'm in military and, and traveling opportunities and we see world interest and foreign investments always shifting here on the American front. It pays to get on the forefront of some things and to learn some other languages. I know, like here in America, Spanish is a major second language. It is massive. Sometimes we take it for granted that, you know what I'm saying, that it's here that you don't think twice about it, but how about actually learning it? Or you know what, if you think it's it's such a common language that you prefer to learn something else, go for something a little more challenging like Mandarin, Cantonese. Go after something, learn something, make yourself more valuable. But you know, sometimes being able to speak other languages will open the doors for different bonuses. Sometimes even on jobs, if you are dually fluent, you become a lot more valuable. Not just on jobs in churches. Why don't you learn sign language? There are a lot of churches that don't have signers, which are people that basically as the pastor is preaching he's or she is able to interpret the message with their hands and be able to bring good news to those who can't hear what's going on or may not have captions on their screen i got a cousin by the way that i grew up with she's slightly older than me um due to a surgery my understanding of her situation was due to a surgery that probably occurred a little too late um, she lost her hearing as a result and um, she's got partial hearing enough where she was able to speak so she's able to retain the use of certain words but it's not the way you and I would say it so sign language has always been a major part of her life now I would be lying if I tell you I am a fluent in ASL but I would take the time to sit with her and get her to teach me like, you know, commonality so that when we are talking and she's trying to get certain things out, certain words, and she's frustrated because she can't remember how to say it, you know, hey, just calm down. Let's let's use our hands. And sometimes using our hands, it's more in her 
her field. It's more, it makes her more comfortable speaking, and we're able to carry on these conversations. I would encourage you also to take this time to 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 use some things. To use this time, I'm sorry, guys. To use this time to invest in your ways in a way that makes you more productive, more efficient, more valuable at anything you do. Now, I spend a lot of my time, you guys know if you've listened to this podcast, I have an affinity for art, right? So I spend a lot of time watching the techniques of other artists, how I know what you're going after, but let, let me let me take in what you're trying to do. Let me let me see the approach you're taking when you hold the pencil, when you get your erasers, when you get your watercolors and all these different things out. I'm, I'm watching their approach to their art, and I'm taking it in, I'm soaking it in, and I'm wondering, okay, I, I maybe I can apply some of this technique to my art. I'm trying to get better because ultimately for me, I feel like my artwork provides me an opportunity of being able to grow financially. I feel like every gift, every task, every ability God gives us, if we hone it right, that not only will it give God glory, not only will it, you know, people see what we do, whatever we're good at, and God gets glory, but it also also opens the possibilities that we too financially can be blessed. Sometimes you can make a living as an artist. Sometimes you can make a living as a musician or I think doctors have gifts. Like you see a surgeon that's got steady hands and can do open heart surgery with their eyes closed. That is a gift. When I hear a lawyer that is able to defend for the justice of the innocent, I think that's a gift. I hear some poets that are able to just take words and play with them in such a way it's like how did you how did you how did you do that how did you take that one word and write a whole poem and it was just as relevant the first time i heard you use it as it was 12 more times into your poem that's a gift and when you hone in on that gift you can make a living But again, whatever we do, there are always people that are going to be offended. I think a lot of that has to do with this reality that we no longer are living in real time and spaces. We're now behind this bubble that when we say things about others, a lot of times we're not able, as I made the analogy earlier, to see their expression, to know how it affects them. And sometimes we are so insulated in our feelings that we don't care about how my words might affect you now i do have to issue an apology because all in fun and just i am a big athletic fan however i have poked so much fun so much fun at the fans of the dallas cowboys i don't know if i have any sports fans that are listening but for some odd reason, the Dallas Cowboys just seem to not able to get it right. And again, as a 49er fan, they have been a big rival to us since the 90s when I was growing up. But I know before then, we've had some historic bouts back in the 80s when Dwight Clark made the catch. 
But guys, I have poked fun at them so much, it's not even fun anymore. So for all of my Cowboy fan listeners who are listening, I apologize. But I will be honest, and I will say that I am not sure there's not a day when we see each other in the playoffs and all in fun, we have a little fun with it. Guys, I don't want to sidetrack away from today's topic, which is why are we so easily offended? Put the phones down for a moment. Go talk to people. Get back in the habit of understanding social clues. People should not be able to bully us through the Internet. Nothing nobody says should be able to hurt our feelings. I sometimes welcome negative comments on social media, especially when I have a message I'm trying to get out, and I'm going to tell you why. And it depends on the, the negative connotation. Right, so watch this. Almost every video that I have ever had that has gone viral, I found out that drama sells. That means sometimes people coming by and telling you, your post is stupid. I don't like this. I don't like the way you praise God. I don't like the way you clap your hands. Or whatever, right? Whatever whatever your gift is, whatever you're, whatever you're putting out there. A lot of times negativity will spur your algorithm. So I tell my kids sometimes they'll make posts, they're selling bracelets. They're very ambitious kids. Or my wife, she's got various mom lifestyle blogging content that she provides. And you, it never fails. You get somebody who doesn't know you, who, who ha- has no investment in anything you've ever done, knows nothing about your story or why you're doing what you're doing. And these individuals pop up and they have negative things to say. And in the beginning, it hurt my kids' feelings. But I'll sometimes show them, look at the positive that comes from it. So on the, on one side, we're easily offended. And we bully people. We jump on people. We're mad about something and somebody and some phrase, some catchphrase, some soundbite that somebody has posted every day. And um, we forget to understand the flip side also as well, that when we encounter That type of opposition, sometimes we should learn how to spin it for our benefit. It's almost like rappers do. They create beef so that they sell more albums. When people are coming at you negatively, find the the silver lining and use it for your benefit. But anyway, guys, this is it. Shout out to all of my listeners who are also listening by way of KRBC Radio. Hope this content finds you in good spirits. And until next episode, be blessed.